Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talking with our friend Barry Sferluga from the Washington Post. You can check out all his content via X at Barry Sferluga. Um, S-V-R-L-U-G-A. Um, Barry, let me ask you this. I think... I- <laughs> It may continue to matter as people will continue to kind of push the topic, but they didn't hire Ben Johnson. There's been some clear back and forth between the commanders via proxies and Ben Johnson via proxies. Um, What do you make of how this thing went down with Johnson, whether it was asking for too much money, whether it was uh, bad interviews, whether it was he didn't want to come here? What do you make of all of it, and how much do you care? So I, I do kind of care. Um, I am willing to believe that this is on Ben Johnson. At the end of the day, he's the hottest coordinator entering the coach search cycle, and he's still a coordinator. Is, is that on him, or is that on all the other teams that, that interviewed him? Um, I'm, I'm willing to believe, for whatever reason, he didn't feel that this cycle was his his time. Now, I think you could say that's kind of crazy because, you know, unless they go win the Super Bowl um, next year, like how is his star going to have um, risen more? I think the thing I care more about is, you know, they really only talked to two offensive side of the ball guys. Um and I find that a little bit curious given where the league is. And, again, given that they have the second pick of the draft and that's going to be a quarterback and, and they're setting this thing up to build around a quarterback on a, on a rookie contract. I find that curious. I also find it curious that if you miss out on Ben Johnson and you're the last, um, you know, you lose Mike McDonald to, to Seattle and you're the last team with a, a, a vacancy – you're not competing against anybody else. All of a sudden, there's no rush. Don't you talk to Mike Rabel, who had a demonstrably better record in Tennessee than, than Quinn had in Atlanta, and also, you know, advanced in the playoffs, not only the Super Bowl, but advanced in the playoffs, um, not with a, a quarterback having an MVP season, but with, like, Ryan Tannehill. Um, I would have at least had that conversation. I'm curious as to, to why they didn't, and if they at the end, felt pressured to just make a move, and that's how we ended up here. Mm. It, it is interesting, and not to mention that a, a bunch of folks have reported that Adam Peters reached out to Bill Belichick the night before they finalized things with Dan Quinn. 
Um, Again, I mean, I feel like there's so much to – I wonder if we are conditioned to look for all the faults and the cracks. Yes. (laughs) Right? Like, because we're so – I wonder, seriously, if that's a result of Dan Snyder's ownership tenure or, dude, it's the more people I talk to around the league, I don't think we realize it, but it's just it's so inherent here and so, like, ubiquitous that we we approach things through, like, a political prism. It's in the damn water. And I just wonder if, like, I wonder if in Seattle – Everybody is trying to figure out where McDonald was on their list and where Vrabel was. You know, you know what I'm saying, Barry. Like, I, I wonder if Atlanta is digging. If Atlanta fans are digging into every aspect of how they landed on Raheem Morris, or if they're just, Yo, Raheem Morris is here. Let's uh, let's see what he's going to do in the draft and free agency. Well, I think I think you could have it a little bit both sides there. I mean, in fairness, like because this feels like such a fresh start with a new owner making a new hire at a position that this place has needed for years and years and years in general manager, that first time GM being kind of a forward thinking, like up and coming um, new guy who's never done this before. It, it feels like the time that that fresh faced GM would make a fresh face kind of um, progressive coaching hire um, we don't know whether Ben Johnson or Bobby Slowick is going to be a great head coach, right? But it, I think the retread nature of this is like the one thing that feels a little step off. And I know everybody's discussed like the similarities between Quinn and, and Ron Rivera, like head coach for one team, took one team to the sure. Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl, defensive-minded guy. Um, obviously this is very, very different because Dan Quinn is not going to have control of the roster and is going to, I don't know, coach the football team um, mm-hmm. because that's, that's his job. So that's an advantage he has uh, already. Um, but I also think it's true that we are conditioned here to expect the worst because for so long the worst has happened. And even though the owner is different and that is a huge breath of fresh air, um, the idea that, he can still make a mistake um, is very, very real. And, and this fan base has just been bludgeoned into, um, you know, just getting beat up for so long that I do think the default mode is like, hey, what went wrong here instead of, hey, how did how did this happen in, in a positive way? Glass half empty. Correct. <laughs> it's always like that. Um, <clears throat> it, it's going to be interesting. What do you think of – Caleb Williams landing in D.C. now that Kingsbury is here? Do you think it's just like a a series of kind of coincidences? Or do you think, I mean, we, you know, when they hired Bob Myers, everybody's like, oh, wait, this dude has connections to Adam Peters. And then sure enough, that happened. When they hired Rick Spielman, people thought he had connections to Ben Johnson. That didn't happen, obviously. Um, What do you make of the Kingsbury-Caleb angle? Well, I mean, if if – Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick in the draft. I don't endorse trading up uh, to get him. I mean, I, I'm not going to bill myself as a scout, but it doesn't seem to me that the gap between Drake May or um, or Jaden Daniels um, is is so great that it warrants taking some of the draft capital uh, that you worked so hard to acquire 
and and moving up one one spot. I also would say like, yeah, Kingsbury worked with Caleb Williams um, at USC, but it was for one year. I mean, it, it, Caleb Williams is really linked to Lincoln Riley, who he followed from you know DC to Oklahoma to to Southern Cal. Um, and the last thing I would say is over the years, and it doesn't matter the sport. Um, I'm just not a big believer that a guy playing professionally in his hometown is really the best thing for anybody involved. It can absolutely work out and be kind of a fairy tale, but you don't have to, I mean, I I have to believe that some of Chase Young's struggles here were that he's at home. And and when you're at home and you're a star um, and you've got stuff and people want it, um, and that can be material things, it can be your time, it can be your energy, I just don't feel like that's the best setup for guys who really need to be focused on learning to become a professional, um, understanding that this is now your job, it's not your avocation. Um, and I, I feel like playing at home um, is, is more often than not a, a distraction. That's the best way I've ever heard to put uh, uh, Barry. Yeah, so, I, 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 I kind of agree with you on that part because if you notice when a, pl- a player comes into the town and becomes like a fixture, how it is for him. Can you imagine if he's already known in the town? Yeah, and, and Brian, like, think about these guys. Like, when when Terry McLaurin um, is done with his season here, he can go home to Indianapolis or Florida or Arizona, wherever he makes, and, and just take a breather in, you know, I'm going to the grocery store, I'm eating dinner, and, and not be um, – just kind of suffocated by it all. I think there's a mentally constraining thing to playing in your hometown that might really, really, really seem good on on paper, but for most guys is is a net uh, net negative. That's our guy See Barry Sverluga from the Washington Post. You can follow him on the Xbox at Barry Sverluga. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.